Hey, are you into crypto at all? Do you own any Bitcoin, Ethereum, maybe even some Dogecoin? So this episode is going to talk a little bit about crypto, and I'm not going to try to sell you crypto or anything like that. The aim of this episode is to help you get a better understanding of crypto. And by the end of this episode, you will actually have a much better understanding of crypto than I would say 95% of people out there, because most of the people are getting it wrong. And here's one way that they're getting it wrong. This idea of a market cap for crypto. People will say, even CNBC and even like top financial traders will like point to this market cap. But it's a very stupid thing to point out because first, a market cap is only for publicly traded companies that are creating revenue. You can't assign a market cap for a commodity that makes absolutely no sense. So when you have even these financial experts or crypto experts talking about a market cap, what the hell are they talking about? The way that crypto assets are, and we'll talk in particular about Bitcoin, because there's so many and the economics of each one are different. But Bitcoin, the value proposition for Bitcoin is that it is a store of value. It behaves like digital gold. Digital gold is also a store of value. And the reason why Bitcoin works is the same reason why gold works. It needs a consensus among people to say, yes, this has value. And the consensus, that, that belief that gold has value or Bitcoin has value is what actually gives Bitcoin value. So the mistake that's being made is whenever people are comparing publicly traded companies and the market caps for those companies to crypto assets, this makes no sense. So I saw a, a post the other day where someone mentioned that Dogecoin had a larger market cap than the top six airlines combined. And while that number might be true, the comparison is just not a smart comparison because crypto assets, they don't have market caps. If you look up the definition for a market cap, it does not apply to commodities. Gold does not have a market cap. And that market cap idea does not work for crypto. So if there is no crypto or if there is no market cap for crypto, then how do we compare crypto? So the way to look at crypto is crypto and particularly Bitcoin. It's a commodity. And if you look at the principles of commodity, those can be applied much better to crypto. Again, the best way to think about it is it's like digital gold. But... Crypto is a little bit different from gold, and I'll explain how in a little in a little minute. And and I'm telling you guys, by the end of this episode, like you're probably gonna know so much more about crypto just based off of these short little things um, to orient your understanding around how the crypto commodity markets work. All right. So how does Bitcoin differ from gold? We already we already understand that Bitcoin and other crypto assets can't be compared to the market capitalizations of revenue-creating companies, value-creating companies. Um, so we know that Bitcoin is commodity. So how, how does Bitcoin differ from gold? Okay, besides the principles that people tout, you know, in terms of Bitcoin being easy to transact in, it's you can divide it down to the eighth decimal place, etc., the thing about gold is gold has a supply and demand curve. 
And based on the supply demand curve, one of the properties of commodities is that commodities are mean reverting. And what this means is the price for a commodity will go back to whatever the general consensus price for this commodity is. So you might say, hey, Robin, if commodities are mean reverting, then why is gold, why is the price of gold going up? Gold is a commodity. How come it's not reverting to the mean? So gold is reverting back to the mean. It really depends on the supply and demand curve. When there is a high amount of supply, the demand will go down. When there's a low amount of supply, the demand will go up. And this keeps it reverting back to the mean. But what's happening with gold is that the mean is steadily increasing, but it still has this property where it reverts back to the mean. With gold, how, with I'm sorry, Bitcoin, however, it's a little different because the supply curve for Bitcoin is static. What this means is that no one can change how Bitcoin is mined. The number of Bitcoins that are being mined every single year is determined by math. So what this means is that the supply curve is static. It's not going to move. And if the supply curve is static, then you lose this principle of mean reversion. So crypto assets is a brand new thing. We're all still trying to wrap our heads around it. But what it is not is it is not a publicly traded company. It is a commodity. It does not have a market cap because commodities don't have market caps. And one thing that we are understanding is that there's some principles of commodities that don't reflect in Bitcoin. Um, and this is purely based on just how the code for Bitcoin is written. The supply curve is static. We know exactly how many Bitcoins are going to be mined each year. So based on that static supply curve, it's really difficult to go back to the mean because you can't oversupply Bitcoin. You can't put more Bitcoin on them or you can't mine more Bitcoin than what's allowable like you can with gold. So that's how crypto differs from gold and how crypto differs from market caps of publicly traded companies. So next time you hear someone say, oh, Dogecoin is a better buy or Bitcoin is a better buy because the market cap is like bigger than Tesla or maybe smaller than Tesla, et cetera. Those are like two non-comparable things. You can put that person in his place and show them how much knowledge you have about crypto. I hope this helps. Happy building, happy investing. This is Robin Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a 6% entrepreneur here, four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call. 